Yeah, we're gonna let you take it all. Al. Go ahead, do it. Go ahead, do it this time. <laughs> this is two shy guys a mile high. All right. We know <laughs> that he ain't gonna be doing that for now on. We're no. gonna leave it to your boy. This is two shy guys a mile high. Cue the damn music. <laughs> See, that sound better, man. Hey, man, I perfected that. I gotta stay on my lane. That's cool. Hey, dude, people I'm, gotta I'm recognize intro you. Man. If you got strengths, stick, stick to your strengths. I am not the intro man. That's that's all good, man. But uh, no, welcome back, guys. We uh, uh we're coming back off of uh, a a pretty emotional uh, last last show. Uh, but we want to keep it keep it keep it straight and keep it to the point, man. This one here and. Uh, See, it's, that's why you couldn't do the intro. Yeah, you gotta yeah, change your whole your whole aura, yeah, man. Like, you know, don't you uh, don't you think the listeners want to come in and be happy? Yeah, they 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 yeah. they, they want to feel good when they start the show, man. I, I'm happy. I am happy, man. And and it's, it's it's it goes both ways. I'm happy inside, but it, you know, this is Father's Day, mm-hmm. and 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 I have a you know a little bit of dichotic dichotomy kind of going on with me here. I'm I'm feeling good about Father's Day, but I'm also feeling a little. A little sad about, you know, there's some folks that won't be able to celebrate that, right? And yeah, that's um, real. You know, we want to start it off light, but we also want to keep it real and 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 make sure that we, you know, we talk about what's really going on right now. And um, it's going to be interesting Father's Day. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and nah, but like like you said, shedding light on the fathers and especially the ones that can't be there, you know, in these times because of circumstances or what happened. So we want to first off get a shout out to all the families that are affected, you know, with everything that's been going on since his crimes. Shout out to George Floyd and his family. Yes. You know. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Shout out to all, all of the families of people who have been who've been affected by these times and these situations, as well as coronavirus too. Yeah. I mean, let's not forget that's still going around too. That's still part of this world. It's still current. So. We also need to make sure that we are taking care and being cautious of ourselves and our surroundings as well, too. But um, yeah, yeah, but, man, and uh, yeah, I didn't want to be melancholy, you know. But, see, that's but, why you're not the intro person. I know. I know. See, <laughs> see, <laughs> but, I, but, say, I, but you gotta come in happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like I feel. And that's why I wanted to try. That's why I wanted to try on the previous episode. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like when you start going and your emotions take the best of out of you, that's just how it is. So I just think that's just us being authentic and him being the um, more wiser, older, and um, there's no colorism, but he's a more light-skinned person, so he had to feel like he had to outdo me and how to try to cry on the podcast as I do, you know what I'm saying? The money's already gone. People have already won their money from the bet. You just cannot follow up behind that, okay? It is what it is. But let's get back on topic here. That was Um, a teaching moment. Yeah, that was a little teaching moment. And that's something that is very important about the importance of... The black men in the household. Since this is my house, we're recording at the lair. I had to be the black man in the household. Be like, it's okay, son. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. But real talk is just the importance of just having that guidance and wisdom behind that person who can help you in life. Be that central father figure. I'm blessed and fortunate to have a father figure in my um, life that is my father. Um, Al, he is a father. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
as well as Phil. Phil has a Father's Day. So for me, it's, it's going to be interesting for this episode to see how you value the importance of the black man in the household and see some of your experiences as well, too. And yeah. just seeing how the father figures in your life have shaped and molded and transformed you into the person that you are currently are and on the path and trajectory that you're going towards in the future. And first of all, shout out to all the black fathers. Yes. All fathers in general, but shout out to the black fathers, man. You know what I'm saying? We've It's been taking a hit. You know, a lot of people, you know, the, there, there's numbers out there about, you know, how many black fathers aren't in the lives. But as the tides are turning mm. and as things are becoming more now and as we're making a change for this, you see more black fathers out there supporting their kids, actually yep. being in tune with their kids and actually being there to support and love and kind of share yeah. that guidance and structure to the kids. That's an interesting thing, because um, I don't want to always take things to the sports references, but uh, a lot of people were getting our LeVar ball. Um, you know the yeah. son, of, the, the father of, of the, the big, big baller brand. Yeah, but yeah. hey, but in, in terms of, of of uh, being a father, he's a, right now. He looked like the goat. His son <laughs> might not be the goat on the court. He will probably not be as good as LeBron James. But in terms of being a black father. He was a good father. He was hyping his kids up. He was pushing them. He was uplifting them. He was helping them think differently. Yeah, they could have got money from another brand, but why don't you be an entrepreneur? So that type of fatherly influence and how that changes the mindset of a person. So it's very important to have that in your life, especially as a black man in this world. You know you just can't have a regular teacher, okay? So I'm sorry. It just takes a black man sometimes to raise a black child and help instilling him the things that we can be feeling at this time. I'm not devaluing any other type of father figure no, in other no. people's life. For sure, but for as sure. what we're being seen in today and needing to have that knowledge base to instill in somebody's kid so they can survive in America today, I'm sorry. It definitely takes a black man to understand a big piece <laughs> of that. Especially because throughout the country, you know, we got to struggle to raise our sons and daughters in a world where they seemingly... You got a bullseye on your back. You got a target on you. So you got to work hard, you know, striking the delicate balance between like unconditional love and providing that discipline that your kids need yeah. in order to survive in, in, in America and in this world. You know what I'm saying? And understanding that from my experiences, uh, raising my son, it's just like, how can I be there as a friend? But you can't be that friend all the time. It's it, it, I'm more so trying to be that guide and light and how to prepare him for being out there in the real world yep. and understanding that it's not always a friendly place. Yes, sir. Mm. Yes, sir. But you, you, know you said it right there, though. You can't you, you got to give them the real lesson, the real the real world kind of scenarios in your home, because because what? as if raising a child isn't it's, it's tough, if that isn't enough. Already, you then you have the added burden of preparing them for a racist world. Yeah, mm. yeah, and that's where you know now that, that's let's stay on that topic right there because it kind of dovetails into just everything that's happening and, and personally why you know I've raised our sons the way we've tried to raise them right. So you know for me my my dad wasn't around right just to be honest with you like he left us when we was I was like three or something. So for me growing up in Chicago you know no father around it was a, the typical you know, stereotype there, you know, single mom, you know, no dad, but it was, it was interesting because my mother always knew like, like what it was alluding to to be at the beginning. How, how is it that she can raise a black man? You know what I'm saying? She's a, she's a, a black woman trying to do her thing, trying to figure her herself out in the 50s, 60s, 70s. Right. And she's trying to raise a black man. She put me around people that she admired that knew 
you know, how to how to be a father figure, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have, you know, a few godfathers. I had a few, you know, my uncle, man, Uncle Mel, shout out, man. You you took me in because you didn't have to do that, you know what I'm saying? And showed me kind of what it was like to to really be a man. And so to go back to what you were saying, P, like you you raising your son, you know, there in the in the household, letting him know like, hey, there's gonna be things that you're gonna face. Whether whether you think is you know fair or not, you got to be ready for it, and you got to be able to have the 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 the, the self awareness, right? You see, what I'm saying, getting them un- understanding the self awareness piece, because George Floyd has been happening a long time. And you see, what I'm saying, away from that from that uh, structure within the family, you know, what I'm saying you take us out from the top, you know, what I'm saying you take out the organizers and the planners, the males and the females, the strong people and the leaders in the household, and then you know, what I'm saying without that structure, everything crumbles is what they think, but also, shout out to all the moms out there as well that's, uh, you know, raising these kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You got biggest support from two shot guys a mile high. Out yeah, indeed. Sure, for sure, yeah, for indeed. sure. Because some people, we're just absolutely blessed and fortunate because some people, they don't end up getting that figure in their life. And we were just talk, talking about that before the episode and, and, and just the aura we wanted to bring to the show and understand that some people, it just doesn't happen in their life. They don't have a father figure. All mm-hmm. they have is that strong motherly influence in their life and they could probably um their mother is probably connected with people to give them little pieces but but not maybe not anything stable right. but yeah. for somebody who doesn't have it and they could still make it too but is this um is this going to be a, a, a tougher process a difficult process and, and but it's hard to, it's hard, it's hard to do that though i don't mean to cut you off but it's hard to it's hard to to be something if you don't have a living example of hmm. it right you see what i'm saying like like and that's where you know, just personally, like we we always talk about it between the three of us. That's why mentoring for me is so important, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's what I feel like helped me just get to another level. It not necessarily having father figures in my life, but seeing strong black men, seeing strong just men in general, and what they were doing to to be successful. And I wanted to capture that part of it and kind of take on what I could take on that would make sense for me in my situation, and use those particular skills, those commonalities to kind of get myself out of, you know, that situation in Chicago. Because, right, if you're seeing the drug dealers, you're seeing the, mm-hmm. you know, maybe some of the basketball players, you're seeing some of the football players, and, and kids are like, oh, I want to aspire to be that, because that's what they see. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what Two Shy Guys is about, and that's why we came to do this anyway, was to be kind of that 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 guiding hope, that that difference maker, right? Like, we're not better than anybody else. We, we've tried, we're just trying to do better and be a better example of what's possible. Yeah, because we, we, you know what I'm saying, we... We comfort the kids when their hearts are broken, you know what I'm saying? We encourage them to, you know what I'm saying, of any defeat, we encourage them, you know, what to do to uh, amidst the defeat and how to succeed, you yes, know what I'm saying? Except in Uno, I don't play around. <laughs> my, you know what I'm saying? Any board games and stuff, I, they got to lose and they got to understand how to lose and how to win. Cause, and you know, athletic competition probably. Yeah, I'm a real competitive person, so, you know what I'm saying? You ain't going to let your them. son win it all? Nope. Like none of it? No, nah, I hear man. that. I hear that. Let them know it's gonna be tough, son. Next generation. <laughs> Does life go out in the like when we go out in life? Do do people take it easy on us? Why why should yeah, I take yeah, it easy? Why, like, why should I easy. set them up for failure like that? But keep <laughs> going, you know what I'm saying? No, yeah. Because when yeah. they get to the point where they like, oh, they really did beat me because they put their effort in. You know what I'm saying? They get that. You know what I'm saying? Gratification, saying they okay, I beat him. He never gonna let me. You know what I'm saying? Let me win in the game. So you you teach them that. You criticizing their lack of efforts. You you know prodding them to do better in school, encouraging them. And urge them to dream big, but yeah. you also let them know if they want to achieve their dreams, especially being a from a black family perspective, if they want to achieve their dreams, they have to be twice as good and work twice as hard as everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, this is WB, WB Fly with, with me. Fly with me. Um, 
shout shout out to my dad, Wilford Bradford Sr. Man, um, recently I was on a trip because um, I have some family issues going on in New Orleans. My uncle is not doing the best. He's oh, declining man. a little bit, but, you know, I'm prepared. Um, just praying for my family. Yes. Shout out to my Uncle Harry. Um, shout out. Man. Shout out, so, uncle. Had, so I had the pleasure of going down to visit him while he was in a good state and Lucid as well, too. And my dad was there, too, at the same time. And it was a great bonding trip. But I think overall, I just realized that I'm named Wilfred Bradford II for a reason because the way that I saw him move, the way I saw him just live his life, how, how he worked. And it's like, that is me. Mm-hmm. That's a living, breathing example. So knowing that is just... Um, thinking about how much he has influenced my life in such a positive manner in terms of what it is to be a black man in America, how to raise a family, um, how to provide for your family to ha- go be able to go to college and for them to have their dreams and their goals and their aspirations and the values that he instilled in me and both the, the good and the bad. You know, I love my dad. He's, he, he's, he's an excellent man, but we're all, we all fall short. Yes, you know, we all fall short of the glory of God. And sometimes we just fall short. And I think that's another thing we have to realize, like, um, and, and that's, I'm going to take on, um, if, if I'm blessed and fortunate to have, um, a, a daughter or son of myself is, um, you're not going to be perfect, but you just do the best that you can. Yep. And right. you just, just keep getting better and keep getting better. And I, I say that to say that I know that he probably feels as though he made some type of mistakes. Um, but at the same time, he he did an excellent job. Of course, and, look at and, you. And, of course and, he did. But it took me a while because I used to view him so highly that he was perfect. He was perfect. He was perfect. But being mm. able to know that he did the best that he could and he did a damn good job. Yes, sir. So yes, sir. I really just yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, we appreciate it. Hey, one, yeah. one more thing about his pops. You know, he is a part and a member of the... Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated. <laughs> See, so we're not going to go into that and see what happened was. <laughs> yep, yep. What yep. happened was. I, man, I'm not going to even acknowledge that. Okay, you know what I'm saying? I'm not hey, going to even acknowledge I love it. No, no, that's no, that's no, just no, a healthy no. competition. Like I said, he makes some mistakes yeah. in life. We all <laughs> But hey, uh, you know it's all saying? good. I just, hey, just shouting them out, giving them yeah. his roses and stuff. And <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that, man. But so, can I can I ask you a question? Messages on the phone. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey oh, but no, man. shout out to uh, my pops, Rob Wilson, Rob with two Bs, and and being that father figure, not just for me is what I've seen, but also for a lot of my friends that I was around because he was able to actually step up and listen to a lot of their concerns, and I feel like he was being that real active father in my life and my friend's life i got a lot of people that's real close to me that actually look at my dad as like you know what I'm saying they second father second possible oh, because yeah. he took the time and they were always around me and just being like he was so down to earth but strict enough to let you know like this is what's going on out right, here and this right. is how you should carry yourself so he was that, that that positive notion and that positive image to me and my friends so it was like anytime that me and my uh you know close closest of friends they see hey mr wilson you know i i appreciate what you did like he helped my friends like shout out herb d he helped him drive he done taught multiple of my friends mm-hmm. how to drive yep. so yep. I'm like, you know what I'm saying and different things that he taught me on how to be a man and how to take care of minds and provide for mine so it's just like you know what I'm saying shout out to you again rob it's uh the things that you do it doesn't get taken for granted we actually listen to it and actually use that and materialize that for what i want to do and provide for my next generation yes, sir. and what i do and i really take that to consideration while i do the things that i do go out and we do these talks to kids and let them know understand like three black men in stem what we go through on a day-by-day basis and actually it's like the premise for a lot of this podcast is giving our our insight and our uh vision of what we go through so 
you can either learn from it and take or take notes from it and actually apply it to your life and uh, apply it to the perspectives that you're going through and help uh, better yourself if you can. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the value of the extended family. And, mm-hmm. and, and his the extension of his family is probably great and vast. And I bet you it gives your it gives Rob pleasure and joy to see the fact that he's able to have that positive impact and how yeah. he, that is paid forward to other generations to come. So I'm sure that is definitely something that's good to see. Do, um, do you do you think that? And I didn't mean to cut you off there either, WB. Do you do you think that you guys and anybody could take this would be where you are without some guidance from maybe a strong black male or some guidance from a strong male figure? No, right? I, I think that I think that everything I am and everything I stand by has been taught to me. So by from somebody because like different aspects, like I said, I already shouted out my dad, but then I also had father figures when I moved out here, like. My uh my first manager, like, you know what I'm saying, he was like a father figure to me. He kind of showed me rights and wrongs, what to do within the business, and also how to conduct yourself as being a young professional, yeah. a black professional as well. So, you know what I'm saying? And then also got other people. Shout out C. Scott, shout out Mason, all those guys. Mm, yeah, yeah. Actually, shout out you know what MJ, MJ yeah. Big Phil, all those guys. They've they yeah, just been real. like, you know what I'm saying, just providing that knowledge to me and not saying like, oh, okay, you just young school, you young school right, feel like you right. ain't going to take this knowledge that we've given to you. They actually brought me around and actually you know showed, what I'm saying, you, showed me the way. Gave and you just, the example. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And that's you know what, what but that's where it comes from. You got you to gotta show it, right? Because like we were talking about before, if all you see is just the... I'm a hooper. I'm a I'm a I'm a drug dealer. I'm whatever, and that's the only that's the only escape you think you got to get out of your situation. Of course, you're gonna strive for that. You know what I'm saying? But but like you say, you know, everybody shout out came into your life somehow and said, you know what? I I I know what what strong black role models have done for mm-hmm. me. So mm-hmm. let me as a, as a give back. Let me let me do what I know is gonna give this person and the best I- shot. To be that their successful self, and it's free game too. Yeah, and, yeah. And, you know what I'm saying. The biggest thing is like they ain't not doing that stuff, looking for something in return. They just doing it to say, okay, each one teach one. It's their it spirit forward. though. That's who they are, and that's, that's why, why they get, where they at, and that's why you get blessed with the yes, things sir. that you do. And yes, I feel sir. like if we continue to do that stuff, like we continue to be blessed. Like for my situation, continue to be a positive role model for my son is like what's continuously giving me these blessings. Like, yes, you know sir. what I'm saying? I'm in good fortune right now. I'm not sick. COVID and stuff that's happening. It's just things that I'm blessed to have and, you know what I'm saying? I pray for it as well. But uh, you got to put the work in. Yeah. Yep. 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 You got to put the time in and you got to be actually, you got to be, uh, you got to be a man of your word and accountable for your actions Ooh. and stuff like that. So, <sighs> It's just yeah. I I think it's to me to be real. I think it's so important for you modeling what you want your your son or your daughter to see. Yeah. Because the game is you know is taught and caught is not bought. Like bars, they, bars. because they're going to be seeing you all the time, twenty four seven, three six. They're around you so much uh-huh. that your tendencies are going to go on them. So you got to be really careful about how you're leading your lifestyle and how you're setting them up because that is directly impacting that future. Yes, and sometimes you can, um, you don't want to overthink it, but at the same time, that's how deeply you should kind of weigh the, um, your, your actions that you are instilling in them and what you're showing them on yes, a day-to-day sir. basis. I do have a question for you, Phil. What do you think is the biggest area in your life? How, your father has influenced you in the fact that he's like taking care of a lot of people and things like that. What do you think? Like, how has that rubbed off on you? Like, the biggest thing is like, uh, it's just 
I always remember his words. It's like, like his the things that he says. It always takes. Uh, it takes. I, I take heed of it, and I remember it for a long amount of times. He was telling me like he always told me from the beginning is. Uh, he told me and my friends like Herb D, Sam. We can all vouch for that. He was like, you can't please everybody. Mm-hmm. You can't please everyone, and it's a recipe for stress. And you can't make everybody like you. Mm-hmm. Everybody's not gonna like you. You can't please everybody. So be yourself, and it'd be good to know like who's down with you. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's what I always take from me. But just being that, and like I said, I don't look for none of the stuff in return. I just do the stuff to be kind to myself and kind-hearted to other people because that's how you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So just knowing that he always did that, not looking for anything, has always been how I carried myself. And you know, what I'm saying in terms of relationships, in terms of friendships and kinships with everybody, it's just like I'm always gonna be my authentic self, and I'm always tell you how I feel, and it's not always the best thing. It's just like how, what my perspective is, mm-hmm. or how I feel about a situation, right. and people's perspectives can can guide and shine more light on what your per- current perspective is, and it may, you know, what I'm saying it may alter things, and we might get to a better picture or a bigger picture. But what he's always instilled with me was just being yourself, and like people are gonna respect you for who you are. And if they don't, then, you know what I'm saying, switch up your surroundings or switch up something that you They're got They're not even supposed to be with you if that's the case. Exactly. Like, and, and to piggyback on what you said, like, I, I've gotten from my dad when he was around, right? I mean, he kind of came to my games here and there, you know, working through some some things that, you know, black men were dealing with in the, in the, in the hood back then. And so, you know, got caught up in the, in the, in the streets and stuff. But, but he still, you know, was educated, did his thing. But he always told me, like, hey, look, people are just going to hate you because of you. Like just because you know you you maybe you have something that that they don't have or you know they you you look a certain way that that they don't look you know what I'm saying you got good hair I'm, I mean it's funny now I don't have any hair but yeah, you no but hair. I, had, I had decent hair back in the day yeah I... you want to talk about hair look at your boy P Will Drip Chronicles oh boom. you know what I'm saying hair <laughs> Will hey he's the wave tycoon <laughs> and we the bald tycoons hey well, no, back but... when I had that young that young drip you know what I'm saying yeah. that hair down to the shoulder you know what I'm saying but I ain't even gonna talk about that for another day. But but no, but like there's there's certain <laughs> things that like you said, you just you just can't control that it's certain auras, a certain spirit about you. Like you have a heart of service and people might, you know, think that that's like, oh, that's not genuine. He, he, he can't just care about people like that. You know, I've had people come to me and be like, well, why, why does why does he why does he have so much energy? Why does he you know, why does he care about this stuff that I don't care about? And it's like, well, that's just who I am. And uh-huh. you can't be mad at people for not wanting to accept you for who you are. And I think that, like you said, once you get that into your mindset, I think that opens up a whole lot of doors. And just having somebody that really continuously give you that feedback, like, hey, like, you made a mistake. Don't go internal. Like, don't go so deep that it, you think it's just you. No. And that's where that mentorship comes into play, you know? Yeah, and, I, and it also it revolves around help. Like, my pops, he had, like, a lot of help. He got seven brothers. No wow. sisters. All, all brothers. I mean, he got sister-in-laws now, but... You know what I'm saying? Having that many boys in the house at one time, you got to look out for your brothers and you got to, you know what I'm saying? You got to lead by example at all the time because y'all all looking up to each other in some way and they're not too far age apart. So I'm like, hey, my grandma was a strong woman being able to raise, you know, eight boys. Eight boys. You know what I'm saying? So shout out. Shout, shout out. out. Mama's a no limit soldier. But that's what you're talking about yeah. the strong black woman. Yeah. Moms, we I know for a fact, I'm not here. We don't talk about the strong black women in our lives, but we know this is a Father's Day 
episode. For but sure. Oh, we still yes, can't, yes, we still yes, can't yes, right. you know, talk about it without the song Black Women. But go ahead. You know, but it, no, it's, another, it's, another example. Another of song example, Black and it's just refreshing to change the narrative by being that quintessential influence and guiding force in, in, in the kids' lives and the next generation's life. So, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to all the black fathers again, and especially the ones that I know specifically in my life. You know what I'm saying? Al Diggy for sure already. Yes, thank and you. And then my boy, you know, her B, Doobie, Sam, Timmy. Juan, Ship, B-Day, and all, just, you know what I'm saying, all my boys and all the people that's out there being the changing force and being able to be that black leadership and that, you know what I'm saying, that pillar of strength. It's it's, it's tough, man. And, and, and Will, like you were saying before, like you're, you aspire to be the best father. You know what I'm saying? You're taking steps right now to, to learn and, and, and understand limitations that we all have. Right. And so, you know, what has been kind of some of your takeaways, I guess? And I was going to ask you, WB, what's, you know, the, what's the biggest takeaway or message from a fa- from your father or a father-like figure? T- or hmm. uh, either, either one of y'all, what's I, the biggest like, message? I knew this was coming and the question was coming, but I, um, <laughs> I really can't even really just say just one, one thing. Yeah. Narrow it down, it was just so many. And when you're blessed to have so many that you just can't limit it down to one. It was everything. It well, what's was everything. one you can what's one you can think of right now, like just a prominent uh image or a prominent time that you what what you learned. That kinda from, stands like, out. Probably that stands. just that um just it just takes sacrifice, um and it just takes hard work. Um just seeing where he came from. Why my grandmother, you know, born in a uh, on a plantation and then and growing up in the segregated south and and having to deal with that, and then his father dying earlier in his life before he was um, not really a man, um, and himself, and probably try to still figure things out. I think it was about high school when he passed away, and then having to deal with that and overcome that, and then um, um, having a, a a child a little bit early. My sister mm-hmm. Tasha, um, shout out to her, having her early, and and dealing with that, and just everything, what it took for him to overcome these different obstacles, but still yet doing sacrifice. what he had to do and sacrificing Huge. and still Huge. being um, highly touted in athletics for um, football and getting a scholarship to going with Grambling State University. And then from there going to Detroit, HBCU. Michigan um, to work for EDS and General Motors. And then from there just having to um, go to Denver and be separated from my mom because um, he was getting a different position in life, and he um and my mom and my grandmother was going through some health um issues because she got in a bad car accident. So my mom was down south, and, and then they were out, and my dad's just working out there in Denver in the apartment, me and him, and helping me learn how to be a man and get adjusted to Colorado. To um you know um seeing him getting the house built that we live in today um to even just um guiding me through when I was a brat in middle school and still and, and still. In high school, going through that, learn how to be a black man, and then helping me get to college and help paying my tuition, paving the way for that. Um, just everything, just everything. I could keep yeah. going on and on and on. I'm not saying that to be black. I'm extremely blessed, but I just want to let you know that it's just not one thing. All sure. those different moments and times in in life that we've gone these different transitions, and he's been with me every single step of the way. Just seeing how he, how my godly man, how how much he loves God, how much he he puts into the church, how he instills the keep God first, and that's probably why um, everything worked because it was just followed in the hierarchy. Yeah. Like he just started with you know his heavenly Father. And then he's having him being aligned to him and, and operating in his life, and that's giving him alignment. That's giving alignment to me and my and and my sister and my mom. So um, 
I guess that's just really why it it worked. So yeah. I I know no, it probably no. took a little bit later to get no, through that, but no. I just had to that's, process nah. it. Yo, that's, that's what it is. But, but you said it though, and and I've I've been obsessed with that as far as like how did how did you know personally thinking about it? How did I get to here? Like literally right now this moment, and it was the sacrifices of those that came before me. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. like you said it a number of times. You know what I'm saying? It's just you you knew it. Like, and I think, and I and I can speak for all of us on this podcast, and, and I, I I feel it comfortably. I can say that we nah, don't speak for me, but we, I might agree. What I'm saying, what 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 I'm saying, I I I feel confident that we will agree on this. We've all had to put some things to the side. You see what I'm saying? To get to where we are now, yeah. right? Okay. We've all had to delay yeah, yeah. some things and, and say, and be away from, you know, loved ones, right? Like, you know, moving across country from Chicago, right? I, it was just mm-hmm. me, right? If mm-hmm. You know, if I'm just taking it from, from your vantage point, from your father, that's tough, man, to just, just I, I move by myself, but to, to, to leave your family behind, knowing that this move will hopefully give you, hopefully, a better shot at life, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody that came before us had to do the same exact thing, you know what I'm saying? Like they had to, they had to kind of step away from their family, keep them kind of safe in some in some area. We can go back to slavery times, right? Mm-hmm. Underground Railroad, right? Harriet Tubman. We had to. She had to leave her family. They 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 wanted to come, but she had to leave her family and 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 do, and do her purpose, get people free. Mm-hmm. She she tried to come back. They they wanted to live that same life, but you see, what I'm saying they, she she had to sacrifice some things. I have to go and squash all of this old mindset. All this old poverty mindset. I I can be free, right? Mm-hmm. But it's gonna it's gonna be tough. I gotta I gotta shed some of these these old ways of thinking. And until we can sacrifice just as a country, right? If mm-hmm. I want to bring it back to that, as a country, nobody's gonna make any progress. And that's the like you were saying, you have to have a value system based in something that's not external, internal, right? God, family, friends, sacrifice. And that's what Father Figures have done for me in my life. Sacrifice. Shout out to Uncle Mel, man. You know, um, you, you took me in. You know, similar to Phil's story, you took me in, gave me, you pe- gave me game. You know, I looked Free at it, saw what it was like to actually have a two-parent household at that point. You know what I'm saying? But it, it was just, I didn't understand it until I, until I got older and had kids. You know, why I feel so compelled and why I feel like I have to, it's my duty to give back and to help and mentor because I know Without that piece in my life, I could have I could have easily went astray. Yeah, yeah. and like I like I it, it's good that y'all be shouting out people. I have so many literally <laughs> just thinking in my head, and I'm like I need to say them out loud. But there's so many I can list like, from including my like my uncle, um, my <laughs> uncle Chuck, my uncle Joe, my uncle Harry, and um, just numerous family yes, friends. That, we'll um, be here all day. Like, there's we'll a be lot here of all day, lives, and then from there, people who have uh, helped me out of work, just Scott helping. and them boys, mm-hmm. stick to the script. And like it's just so many, wow! And that's like, what I'm saying about changing the narrative. Now you see the 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 importance and the impact of that father figure, and it doesn't have to be a dad to be a father. Look at figure. me now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> look at me now. Hey, just like that is like with my brother and stuff. Like he doing his thing, and and my uncle, you know, what I'm saying they, he just had a, a a son recently. So it's just you know, what I'm saying seeing that and and seeing how that can change the narrative and and continue to change us going forward. And, and you know what I'm saying, especially amidst the time that's going on right now, it's just ways to keep showing up and stay informed with history and current events, but don't get drowned out by what's going on. Don't listen to all of the hype 
you know what I'm saying, make sure you do your research and make sure you educate yourself on history of oppression and listen to listen to and amplify the black voices because you're going to need those, especially, hey, seamless plug, two shy guys a mile high. Make sure y'all <laughs> listen to us, amplify us out there because we're trying to share that positive message. And as always, uh, speak up when you speak up when you hear racist stuff that's out there. Speak up, when you, speak up because our voices can be heard and we can use these platforms that we have to uh, voice the message and continue to preach for what's going on and what's right and uh, support the black-owned businesses out there. And I, yes. you know what I'm saying? I want to shout yes. out to the, all the black-owned businesses. And one shout-out to my boy, said out there, uh, Go Mob. He part of the frat as well, but he has the uh, Pillars Club yep. clothing shout brand out. out there in Chicago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So make sure you check them out at pillarsclub.co and get you some merchandise on there. You know what I'm saying? Shout out another black business and just uh, support yeah, them Yeah, especially the because they were impacted by some of the foolishness going on. Um, yeah. You, you showed me, yeah, show me the link and it looked like their store, store got broken. They yeah, were literally yeah. closing. Yeah. They're about to open up the shop. They're like, yeah. hey, we are yay close to opening the store. COVID happens. This happens. And now they still got to figure out. So please, if you can like we're being serious it's good. like we're they're not paying us to do this or say this like we were just trying to just give good vibes and good energy because that's how we want to do this is like we want to show love and spread it to them too because that's that's just our responsibility they're really? directly impacted um we have big hearts we're just generous we're just trying to just get the narrative and just to keep people informed overall so no, i just want to say just shout out to uh all the black owned businesses out there and you know what I'm saying any 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 uh any other businesses that's, that's out there if you want us you know what I'm saying just share us with us what's going on at this point in time or as, as we always reach out to the listeners let us know how y'all feeling and how y'all feel about the episode as always reach out to us at two shy guys a mile high at gmail.com follow us on instagram like us on itunes spotify rate the comment love the comment like the comments can we get some reviews i'm about to start handing out some <laughs> reviews man maybe that like the first person could get an amazon gift certificate for five dollars or, or five cents <laughs> um, I mean, because you know, we we'll just give you a high five yet. card or something, right, like something, a, a virtual high five. Let me get some, please. <laughs> we appreciate it because we need to know what we need to do to improve and to get better every day. Yes, um, this is WB. It's a T Will. It's Al Digger. Shameless plug. Bite sized child care. See the episode another, over. The episode over. Another, yo, another black home business. Episode Love over. you. Yo, you, you missed it. You done plugged it all the way over for you. You missed it. We as out. always, shout out to everybody on the front line. Shout out to everybody that's actually out there during the phase as we know America's opening up. Hey, shout out to y'all. Stay safe. We love y'all. Stay blessed. Always stay blessed. You see, stay in your lane because that's how you end the episode. We that out. is how you end. Peace.